Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. I was once out strolling one very hot 1047 it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC of course we just heard from Rob Kendall and uh, he is out today with his Why new isn't baby. he back to work yet Casey? Yeah, right? Get back to Why work. Why is it old Rob Buttigieg back to work already? She popped the shorty out yesterday. What's he doing? Breastfeeding? You tell Rob <laughs> to get his ass back in here to work. Right. Tell Rob Buttigieg the honeymoon's over pal. I'll let him know. Get ready pal. You're going to end for a problem. Uh, in his place is the dude, Jim Roberts, who's been hanging out with me all the day dude. today. The dude. The dude abides. And uh, obviously, Hammer in the studio from the number one show in Indianapolis, Hammer and Nigel Afternoon. So, big day. Local news. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I want to get through some of it with you. Yeah, and it's not all fun. No. At all. Actually, none of it, actually. And honestly, if I could just be serious for a moment, sure. this is why I think radio stations like this, WIBC, are so important, right? Because this is a big local news day. We've got so many things happening in Central Indy, and we are your home for all of it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like, even on television, these folks will take a break and they'll show, you know, fun programming and whatnot. But here, this is what we do live local radio. And I'm incredibly proud of the people that work at this station and this afternoon from three to seven uh we've got a lot of things lined up and first and foremost hearts prayers all of that stuff going out to the family of indiana state police trooper aaron smith mm-hmm. 33 years old uh, lost his life last night it should never have happened because this is a guy that was doing everything right Right. He's, you know, working with the police department. You know, there's always going to be a risk with that. Yeah. But there was a high speed police chase. Somebody had stolen a car around the Ameriplex area on the southwest side. Ends up on a police chase going through Plainfield. He was trying to put those stop sticks out that if you've ever watched any police show flattens the tires. Right. And when you drive over it. And this scumbag driving the car hit him and he lost his life last night so we're going to talk a little bit about that today and again it's never easy you know that's part of the job but man just what a piece of crap to run over this guy like that and if i'm governor holcomb i know that i'm a lame duck right i'm not running for any political office coming up i'm term limited out for the time being for the governor's race If you want to do something on your way out, bring back executing some of these guys that kill cops. Because I know for a fact there's a couple guys on Indiana death row that have completely exhausted the appeals process. They're out of appeals. Benjamin Ritchie being one of them. He killed a cop in my hometown of Beach Grove, Indiana. Let's bring the death penalty back. Let people know if you kill a cop in the state of Indiana, you will meet your maker. Now, the excuse they give is, well, the company that makes the lethal injection stuff, they don't want it used for killing people, blah, blah, blah. Other states have been able to figure things out. They've had other ways of getting rid of some of these scumbags. So, Governor Holcomb, if you want to make up a little bit for all the things that you've done wrong, mm-hmm. whether it's COVID, meeting with Malik Muhammad, doing all that kind of stuff, calling people who wanted to open up their business a Petri dish, bring back 
a way to get rid of cop killers in Indiana. This is something that actually might serve Hoosiers well. Yes. And listen, I know not everybody's in favor of the death penalty, but there needs to be a lesson. If you come to Indiana and you kill a cop, once your appeals process has ran its course, you will be executed in the state of Indiana. So this Indiana State Trooper, Aaron Smith, he's being called one of the best. He was one of those guys that stood out. We all know people like that. He's going to be remembered. And uh, Superintendent Doug Carter even said, not to be cliche, but he was a shining star for the state police. And what a loss for all of us here in the Hoosier State. And I watched that press conference last night. And I like Doug Carter as a person. We have disagreed right. on things in the past, spe- yep. especially when it comes to like the Delphi story. Yeah. And we've had that conversation face to face. He's always been man enough to come in here and we've talked it out. I felt so bad for him last night. He did such a great job under those circumstances at that press conference. He's trying not to cry, yeah. but he also has to be the face of the Indiana State Police. Mm-hmm. So. Again, my heart hurts for the entire police community, this trooper's family. Um, he was so young, too. 33 years old. Yeah. Had a young wife. Yep. And we're going to be getting into the weeds of that coming up a little bit later on this afternoon. Prior to that heartbreaking story last night, we were ready to spit fire this afternoon because the Broad Ripple Village Association, mm-hmm. they've decided... Well, Got to close down at 1 o'clock. The problem in Broad Ripple is that business owners are staying open too late. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. It's not the lunatics that are out on the streets, the repeat offenders that are out there causing problems, or in many cases, the folks too young to get into these bars in the first place, people who can't legally own a gun in the first place because of their rap sheet. It's the business owners who are trying to make a living. I texted a friend of mine last night who owns a prominent business in Broad Ripple. Mm -hmm. It's a bar. And they said, between one to three is our busiest time. That's when we make our money. Quote, I don't know what we're going to do now. Okay, so Indiana law says that restaurants and bars that serve alcohol can stay open until 3 a.m. So how does this Broad Ripple group, this association, how do they have the authority to say you got to shut down at one? Because all decisions basically go to your local... Uh, leader, mm-hmm. right? Governor Holcomb, let's just use an example here. Governor Holcomb could have said, hey, we've got the National Guard ready to stop all the rioters, but it's up to the local mayors and the local legislators to say, this is something that we want. Broad Ripple is super liberal. They make Indianapolis look like the conservatives. Like Broad (laughs) Ripple is led by the crazy uh, kind of people that would be at these parades where grown men are showing their junk to children. Yeah. That's who runs Broad Ripple. But unfortunately, that's not who the business owners are in Broad Ripple. Right. So they've kind of got to play ball by these ridiculous rules and they're getting a finger wagon from the Broad Ripple Village Association basically being made the scapegoat because Boss Hogsett and Ryan Mears can't get control of their city. Well, that's it exactly. I mean, it's, uh, as you said, Boss Hogsett, uh, Joe Hogsett, and also Ryan Mears um, making the businesses shut down early. And it's because of their poor leadership and bad prosecution. Right. 
All you have to do to make Indianapolis safer, and I've told this a million times, and I'll say it again. We talked about it a lot the other day. It's really not that hard. You go easier on victimless crime perpetrators, and you go harder on violent repeat offenders. Violent repeat offenders need to be locked up. If you speak to some of these prosecutors in the surrounding counties, we spoke to the Johnson County guy, uh, Garrison, up in Hamilton County, you do not want to be a violent repeat offender in in those counties mm-hmm. here in Indianapolis, they'll slap an ankle monitor on you. We have more ankle monitors in Indianapolis than any other city in America, and that's not per capita. That is pure numbers. There are more ankle monitors on people in Indianapolis than Los Angeles, uh-huh. New York City, Chicago. Pure numbers. Well, clearly they're not working. Right. You know exactly where they are when they're committing their next exactly, crime. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I see you over there. Okay. Uh, before we uh, before we let you get out of here, I want to touch base on what's going on with the Delphi uh, murder, Richard Allen, because that judge released 100 documents. So hat tip to our friends at the Murder Sheet mm-hmm. podcast because they were the ones that filed all the paperwork and requested yeah. the judge to release this information. And you've had them on your show before. They joined us yesterday, oh, okay. actually. Yep. And we found out officially that the cause of death of these young ladies, Abby and Libby in Delphi, was a stabbing. Yeah. And that was the big headline. But also, coming out of these documents, and we'll talk more about this this afternoon, a lot more information about the search warrant. Because a lot of people thought it was just the shell casing of the unspent round that led to the search of Richard Allen's house. And a lot of people had questions about that, and rightfully so. But it sounds like there's a lot more to that. There were folks that said they know he's got that outfit on from that mm-hmm. iconic silhouette right, of the him picture. walking, yeah. and there's a lot more to it. So we're going to get into the weeds about that this afternoon. All right. Thank you so much, Hammer. You're awesome. You're amazing, and we appreciate everything that you do for our community. It is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.